Hello. Here I am again. It's me on my own. Right. Now, I'm just testing things. I'm testing out the questions that I've written. Um, I've had some feedback off friends, family, uh, of what type of questions. So I'm just going to see if they work, if they flow, um, by answering them myself. There might even be another episode today. There's definitely going to be an episode on Saturday. Okay, so I'm pretending I'm on my bench. I'm obviously not. Um, so there you go. Because um, like I said to you on the last episode. So what is my name? Well, there's question one. My name, my name, my name, El Amo El Craig. Uh, where are you from? Shabit al Liverpool. Why are you sitting on this bench today? Well, um, I've been for a little walk. I was having my dinner and I just wanted some fresh air and watched the world go by. What was the last movie you watched? So mine was um, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And I've got to say... 2018 was basically the greatest year for superhero movies and that uh, beat for me Black Panther and it beat um, Infinity War by a mile because I've always been a Spider-Man fan and although I'm a Spider-Man fan I don't follow comics I loved them the 70s TV show as a kid I had the action figures and stuff like that I owned one comic growing up of Spider-Man fighting Scorpion. Uh, I've loved the films as they come out, even the ones that have been panned, I've loved, because Spider-Man's in them. Spider-Man Homecoming was brilliant. Whether it was the best Spider-Man, I don't know. I think my favorite Spider-Man is still Tobey Maguire, but whatever, um, until this Spider-Man come along. This Spider-Man is something special. You know I will, on impulse, buy a movie coming out of a a cinema. Um, That's the first thing I did when I come out of the showcase. I bought it on iTunes. Uh, What's the sports team of choice? Well, for me, Liverpool Football Club, you can go and listen to the Two Tribes podcast I'm doing with Stuart. Uh, We were trying to do a Merseyside football podcast covering Liverpool and Everton. I don't know how it's going to work out because we haven't really found our rhythm yet. We've just put a couple of tested episodes out. We're both Liverpool fans and we've got very little interest in Everton. Um, they're not on our radar as rivals. They're city rivals. I'm proud of Merseyside football. I'm proud of Liverpool uh, as a city. Both of these teams are from the city. I'm a I'm a big Liverpool fan. I'm not a huge Liverpool fan. I don't go to match. I don't pretend to go to match. I do listen to a lot of football podcasts. So, um, fingers crossed we could win the league this year. But by even saying such silly things like that, I'm putting the case on it. So, I'm touching wood now. Left, right and centre. Who was the last person you swore at, got angry with and why? Right. Good question, this one. I basically swear like a trooper in the house. I can't help it. I don't even know I'm doing it. My favourite word is frig. So, probably swore at one of the kids. 
uh, probably swore at Kerry, um, who I got angry with and why, right? People who know me think I'm angry and I'm not, I'm not an angry person. And they go, oh, you're not an angry person. A lot of what I do is for comedy effect. I've always been the class clown. Um, as I've got older, I'm very much in the Jack D style of, so I'll grumble about everything. I don't mean it. Um, yeah, so I get angry, genuinely angry, genuinely, once every 10 years, if, if that. And when I do get angry, I can walk through a wall, but I don't get angry. The red mist doesn't come down. I might moan about stuff, but that's, that's different. That's just me being a knobhead. Have you booked a holiday this year? Okay, well, yeah, uh, I'm going to Scotland twice this year. I'm going to Florida twice this year. So I love both places equally for both different reasons. The first holiday of the year is just with my family. And um, the time I get to spend up there with my girls is just special, just just looking out on beaches. The girls maybe not don't appreciate it, but I think they do deep down. Just spending time going shopping together, preparing meals together, watching movies together, just going on walks together, um, cooking breakfasts. They're very much like me, they'll moan like buggery, but I think they, well, I, I'm fairly certain they love it. Florida this year, um, there's 17 of us going, and it's the biggest holiday we've ever booked. I am absolutely petrified because we're taking nanny and granddad um, and we're taking uh, twins, two sets of twins, but we're taking baby twins. Uh, I, we've all just got to get on with it. It's, I think it's going to be absolutely the greatest holiday of our lives, looking back when, when, when we get there. You know, we're taking two 70-year-olds, 50 years married. Um, yeah, I, I just think it's going to be absolutely wondrous. And then the October tradition where we go, oh, ooh, Halloween Horror Nights in September with Stuart. Uh, we're taking uh, Rebecca, his 18-year-old daughter, or she will be next year, and her mate. And then we're meeting up with Nick, Amanda, who I believe might have just booked, uh, Paul Washington, Chris Ripley, uh, Simon Isbell's coming over. Uh, we think Wendy's coming, Wendy Prater. Uh, Paul Dolan's going to be there, so it's it's a weekend in September, 26th of September, I fly out with Stuart. <sighs> Again, I just can't wait. Um, just to have that time with friends and just be laughing, not even drinking. We will have a drink, but you don't go all that way to get smashed. Or do you? No, you don't. But you do get smashed in October in Scotland. And again, it's the whole family going. And this started off way back when Eve was 18 months old. We took Nanny and Grandad up to the Highlands of Scotland. Me and Kerry had been up to the Highlands of Scotland uh, in 2002, I think. We, we were struggling 
trying to have babies and stuff like that and things were getting on top of us and we went up to Invermorrison which is on the banks of Loch Ness uh, on the A82 and just fell in love with the place some of the most breathtaking scenery you'll ever see in your life that's why I've been to back to Scotland so many times um, the next 18 months old our eve we took nanny and granddad and that was just to say thank you for nanny and granddad always being there for the baby and stuff like that um, I was a trainee train driver uh, I was living away from home nanny had to step in Kerry was working full time you know so it was quite a stressful period of our lives so we went up there for a week and I think nanny and granddad fell in love with it I, I fairly certainly did because they've been back every year since and then it just started to grow the next year uh, we went to the big house across the way that was in a little town called um, Crokey west of Crokey and this big house slept eight people I think or six I think it's eight so Carla and Phil flew up and then flew back they had a few days there the next year everybody come up and so on and we've got as we've all been breeding and more kids coming along we've gone to bigger houses more extravagant uh, the last two holidays up there have been some of the best laughs and memories I'll, I'll ever have just just sitting there with family who are friends just getting drunk eating good food watching that sunset just laughing just taking a piss out of each other just just absolutely wonderful so there's my holidays for this year there is another holiday booked as well in december which is believe is a secret so hmm. do i believe in god yes i believe in god um i'm a catholic i go to church people might be shocked by that because of some of my humor is a bit dark and all that but god uh, god's got a sense of humor because he gives us dicks so that's all I can say on that and Everton um, I I think I mean right the Bible it's a potentially a work of fiction it's been rewritten translated edited for 2,000 years so you take any book edit it add stuff take stuff away to suit your own agenda it's going to be you can't take it as gospel <laughs> um, but I do believe that there's something out there I really do. I love my time in church. I might not look like I love my time in church. That's because I'm with all the family. And it's like a circus or corner of the church. But it's a place where you can just shut your eyes. You can just soak up that atmosphere. You can clear your mind. You can speak to whoever you need to speak to. Um, to people who you've lost. Uh, or to a higher being or whatever. And and yeah so there you go i'll never force my religion on people uh, and people tell me it's fiction and whatever that's on them i don't really care what they think i just have my beliefs and they have their beliefs so everybody's happy what is your job well you know i'm a train driver so and did your life turn out as expected well this is a funny one because well not funny i believe in faith as well a big believer in faith so i scraped through on my gcse's in school 
I started doing four A-levels. Now, why, when you've got three C's at GCSE, would the school put you in for four A-levels? Obviously, they were getting funded for each one. So, up yours. I quit after the year, and I went and got a job in Jacob's Bakery on the YTS, in the gardens, digging and building walls and stuff. And... Um, when it got a bit cold, I went upstairs and went, oh, you do know I was doing A-levels, so they put me in the offices. When that YTS was coming to an end, I was told to put in for a job in the planning office. It, I always remember it was £16,000. This is in 1992. £16,000, my own parking space and my own pager. But the union stepped in and said, hold on, he doesn't work for Jacobs, he can't put in for the job because it was YTS. By then, I was farmed out to Thomas and Dolan on Ormsgate Road. People will know that in Liverpool. Uh, in, it was an engineering firm. And uh, the boss seen that I could sell sand to the Arabs, basically, charm the birds out of the trees. And he wanted me to set up a steel gate type wrought iron style um, business. But he told me it was literally commission only. And in the meantime, I was stacking shelves in B&Q for extra money. And Kev White took me down to apply for the railway, Regional Railways Northwest. And I thought, that'll be a good job until I find a real job. That was about £110 a week, I think, off the top of my head. I went to Mr Dolan and I said, or Mr Thomas actually, and I said, if you can give me that wage, I'd love to stay here. Because it was a buzz, I loved it. He couldn't afford to pay me. So I went to the railway. Within one of the first weeks of working in Aintree Booking Office, selling tickets, I did seven 12-hour days. We were all paid cash then on a weekly basis. And after tax, for seven days' work, in 1993, as a 19-year-old, I brought home 360 quid. And I hadn't done anything. I'd sold a few tickets, I'd read a few books, and I'd got my head down. And uh, I stayed on Mersey Rail until... 99 where I got a guards job on Mersey Rail then in 2004 it became apparent I was never going to go train driving at Mersey Rail so I took a pay cut and come across the Virgin against other people's including Kerry's better wishes they wanted me to stay um, but I took a pay cut come catering staff at, at Lime Street at Virgin absolutely loved every minute of it but within 10 months, I'd got myself a driver's job. So that was 2005, I started that, January, February. Um, got trained up, went to Manchester to get trained up. That's where I, I got qualified as a driver, alongside Depot. Made redundant after doing all my training. Got sent to Preston. Worked there for seven years and absolutely loved every minute of it. The only thing that got me down in the end was the 50-minute commute every day 50 minutes there 50 minutes back 60 mile round trip it got me down in the end so we've been back at liverpool now five years um and this is probably where i'll see out my career now i absolutely love it here brilliant people uh, yeah so that is my questions what do you think about them this i'm not going to have an email address on this one i'm going to be a bit aloof if you read um the little bit of blurb for this podcast i've got the longitude and latitude to where my bench is now 
some of these episodes, I go walking sometimes with work colleagues, so I might be interviewing people I know, uh, or I might be interviewing complete strangers. Let's just see how this pans out. It might be something, it might be nothing. Them questions might have been absolutely pants. So I want you to communicate with me via Twitter, right? So I am at BCL1973, Bravo Charlie Lima1973. So reach out to me at Twitter and say, Craig, them questions were crap, or I really like them questions, or swap one out with something else. Um, because these are going to be the questions going forward. So with that being said, 16 minutes. Um, with that being said, get off my bench. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.